Thank you for downloading this sermon. We hope you've been blessed by this ministry. If you'd like to give back, please invest in the future of Clearnote Church through our capital campaign, Faithful Through All Generations. To make a donation, visit clearnotebloomington.com slash give. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-3 says this. Now I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preached to you, which you also received, in which also you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. What you will hear today and on Easter Sunday from this chapter in 1 Corinthians is the most important thing you could ever hear. And you cannot hear it enough. This is the gospel, the good news. This is the good news in which you stand, by which you are saved. But only if you hold fast this word, this message of salvation, if you let this message of the cross slip through your fingers, if you refuse to hear it and embrace it and believe it, then you will not stand on the day of God's judgment and you will not be saved. You will be damned. You will be cursed. You will know nothing but the fierce wrath of God Almighty. And that wrath and that damnation will be completely just. Because you are a sinner. You have broken the righteous law of God over and over and over again in your actions, in your words, in your thoughts, even in the motives behind your thoughts. You have sinned and God says, The wages of sin is death. So hear this, hear this well. Do not believe in vain. And the Apostle Paul says, speaking by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. Who died? Christ died. Christ comes from the Greek word for Messiah. Messiah is the Hebrew word that means anointed one. Who gets anointed in the Old Testament? Prophets are anointed, priests are anointed, and kings are anointed. And that is exactly what Jesus is. He is the anointed. He is the prophet the priest, the king. He is the Lord's anointed, the one whom God Almighty has sent and set apart and blessed with all authority in heaven and on earth. He is the one spoken of in Psalm 2-2. The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, his Messiah, his Christ. The Christ, the Messiah, is God. 
He is God in the flesh. God come down from heaven and made man. He died. But how could he die? He is the holy one, the sinless one, the perfect one. The wages of sin is death. But he had no sin. That's right. He had no sin. But Christ died for our sins. Not for his sins, but for our sins. The one and only one who did not earn the wage of sin. The one and only one who did not deserve to die, died. Not for his sins, but for our sins. He died instead of you. He died instead of me. We see a picture of this in the account of Christ's crucifixion. Do you remember Barabbas? Barabbas was an insurrectionist. He was a rebel. He was a terrorist. He had revolted against the authority of Rome. He was a murderer. And he was being tried at the very same time that Jesus was. But what happened with Barabbas? Matthew says, the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to put Jesus to death. Luke says, Pilate released the man they were asking for who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder. That's Barabbas. But he delivered Jesus to their will. You see this? Jesus died literally in Barabbas' place. Jesus did not deserve to die, but Barabbas did. But Barabbas went free, even though he deserved to die. You and I are Barabbas. And you know that you deserve to die. Even if you are a hardened, apathetic, calloused sinner, you know that you deserve to die. See if you don't find yourself here. Listen to these words from Romans 1. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful. And although they know the ordinance of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. I'm there, and you are there. 
And yes, you know that you deserve to die. But what? Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He died for our sins. He died on behalf of our sins. He died instead of you. And he did not die for a hypothetical mass of unnamed sinners. He died for particular, individual, actual sinners. If you believe the gospel, he died for you. He took on himself the judgment that you deserve for your sins, the actual, particular sins that you have committed, every one of them. Even that one. And even that one. Do you hear me? Even that one. He died for that. What kind of death do your sins and mine deserve? We all know that Jesus was crucified. He was nailed to a cross. The Bible doesn't go into a lot of detail about what that meant. And here's why. Everybody knew what crucifixion was. Everybody knew exactly what it meant. The Roman Empire performed tens of thousands of crucifixions. Crucifixion was reserved mainly for two kinds of criminals, slaves who ran away or revolted against their masters or insurrectionists who revolted against Rome. Rome was utterly intense about putting down rebellion and that's why Jesus was crucified. He was not beheaded. He was not beaten to death. He wasn't burned at a stake. He was crucified. He was crucified because he claimed to be the king of the Jews. He was crucified because of what the Jews said to Pilate. If you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Everyone who makes himself out to be a king opposes Caesar. He was crucified because they saw him as a rebel a rival king to Caesar, and so crucifixion was the perfect penalty for rebels. It was always public, and it was always brutal. In fact, this is where we get our word excruciating. Out of crucifying. And a rebel was hung out, nailed up, naked for all to see. Why? So that everyone would see and fear. It was the perfect punishment for a rebel. And so it was the perfect punishment for us. Because that's what we are. We are rebels. We are insurrectionists. Not against Rome, but against the high king of heaven. Against the Lord God Almighty. Your smallest sin, your smallest sin is a capital crime 
it deserves death because it is high treason against the one true and living God. And crucifixion was designed to dehumanize its victim. It was designed to shout to the world, this is no longer a man, this is a beast. This beast is no longer a member of the human race. This beast deserves to be exterminated. Crucifixion was a spectacle. Everyone who saw a crucifixion knew exactly what their role was. All the spectators were supposed to stare at the naked body and jeer and mock. They were to heap shame on the crucified. The man on the cross is no longer a man. And this is exactly what Jesus said about himself. In Psalm 22, the Psalm of the Cross, the Psalm that Jesus quotes from when he's hanging on the cross, verse six says this, but I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. And this is why the Apostle Paul says what he says in Philippians 2. Being found in appearance as a man, Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Obedience doesn't lead to death. Obedience leads to life, but not for Jesus. For Jesus, obedience leads to death, and not just a peaceful, quiet death, but the worst death you could possibly imagine, death on a cross. And so this is the perfect punishment for you and for me. Our rebellion, our sedition, our insurrection against God dehumanizes us. We were made by God and for God. We were made in the image of God. We were made to obey God. We were made to love God. We were made to fear God. We were made to enjoy God. But we don't. We are the worms. We deserve the cross. But Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. Believe it, because it's true. Rest all your hope in this. Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. Stand in this. Hold fast to this. If you do, you are saved. Let's pray.